We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There's nothing more annoying than podcast ads, right? If you want to listen to your favorite Saints podcast, the Saints Happy Hour podcast ad-free, become a patron today and never have to listen to dumb ads ever again. As a $10 patron, you also get our booze bundle as a welcome gift to the Saints Happy Hour community. It includes a Forever Drew cup, a crew detasem cup, a Saints Happy Hour beer koozie, and a Saints Happy Hour shot glass. Sign up today at saintshappyhour.com. That's saintshappyhour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? No. The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Whew, what a weekend. Half the Saints team got hurt, including Drew. Drew has... Cracked ribs, de- uh, deflated lung. He's, I don't know how he managed to throw a touchdown with a, with a, with a, what is it? A, a busted up lung. You'd think he'd be spitting up blood on the sidelines. Uh, but, but it was a fun, it was fun. They're seven and two. So can't be all negative. Uh, Dave, I'm drinking a beer tonight that was sent to us from a loyal, loyal podcast listener. Uh, Nick, mm-hmm. he was nice enough. I hope you can see it. He he bottled the beer, obviously, go. and he put the Perfect. old Saints Happy Hour logo on the beer. What other Saints podcast has their own goddamn beer? Uh, it's called it. Don't, it's called Tears. Uh, it's called Tears, of, it called? A Tears of a Falcon. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's Perfect for week. Falcon it's, Hate Week. Yeah, it's specifically brewed for uh, for this week, for Falcons Hate Week. And it's a uh, – I'm going to have one in a little bit as soon as I finish this other beer that I'm having. Uh, but I had one the other day when we first got it. And um, it's uh, – you know, I think the hibiscus tea is the in-your-face flavor there. And I think it also gives it a little bit of a red color, which is perfect because I feel like that's what – the color of a falcon's tears would be uh you know since the falcons are like red and black or whatever Here, so here's the thing about drew Brees. you know now that we know uh that he had multiple fractured ribs and a um and a, what was it what do they call it andrew a, a uh deflated lung or whatever <laughs> the the collapsed lung. collapsed lung he had a collapsed lung. everybody yesterday was like 
man, Drew is so sad. Why is he? He's, I've never seen him this sad. That's why he was so goddamn sad. Because he, he knew he had cracked ribs. Because he couldn't breathe. Because yeah. he couldn't breathe. And this is sad Drew uh, after the game. I'm just taking it one day at a time. <laughs> um, I've done that this entire season. And I'll continue to do that. I'm not sure what tomorrow holds, but um, you can know I'm going to do everything I can to to be uh, as effective as I possibly can from next week. I had to boost that 350% to get it to a level where you could hear it because he was (laughs) barely talking above a whisper. He was so despondent. Uh, But Dave, you were at the game giving us updates of the injury of Drew as it was happening. I would no. I actually, I was not. I wasn't giving in, in, updates of the Drew injury. I was giving updates on all the other injuries. But uh, <laughs> I, I honestly thought that he looked fine. I didn't know what the hell was going on uh, because after the hit, hit in question, where he got injured, he still went out there. He still handed it off to Camara or whatever. Did a little toss to Camara uh, for the touchdown, and then he was on the sidelines. He had his helmet on. He was. You know, he was he five. He like, was five for six on that two-minute drill. Yeah, yeah. Two I mean, scoring he, drives after getting his lungs and his ribs wrecked. Yeah, but uh, I went ahead and watched it again on TV, and I mean, obviously, yes, you can see uh, he winces in pain immediately after he gets taken to the ground, and um, you, you know, he, he 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 always has like a little arm shake thing that he does to like keep his yes. loose, you know, his arm loose in between plays, uh, but. You know, maybe this is just, uh, you know, maybe now that I'm just looking for it, uh, you know, maybe it's nothing. But I just feel like he was doing that even more so before he even got hit, um, you know, in the earlier part of the game. But, you know, again, that's, that could just be me. Uh, but anyway, game, uh, the game was good. They, um, you know, just from a, a, an attendance fan standpoint, they kind of had the same amount of people in the plaza level. So the additional 3,000 people that they've let in, uh, they added that in the club level. They had that open now, and they added it in the lower terrace. It looks like they had about uh, 10 or 15 rows in the terrace open. Uh, So I'm pretty sure that's where they added those additional 3,000 fans. And um, it was, uh, you know, me and I I went with a friend of mine, and and we both – we both were not worried when the Saints went down seven nothing. When they went down ten nothing, um, you know, obviously that was before Drew got injured. But I, I was never really in doubt. I never really thought that they were gonna that they could potentially lose it. I always, this is a veteran team. This is a good team. I always thought that I, that they were gonna come back, and they did. Um, uh, well, but, I, I just uh, want to say it this. Was, it, I, get... I, I walked away. I walked out of the Superdome. I, I, it didn't feel like a win. It, it, you know, it still doesn't feel like a win. You know, the whole the Drew Brees situation is a, is a black cloud. Well, uh, no. But here's over, the thing. Before, before we get into the, 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 the black cloud and, and Jameis Winston and, and all the negative stuff, I just want to say the Saints became the fourth team in the Super Bowl era to have a six-game winning streak four years in a row, they have 44 wins over the last four years. Andrew, how many years do you think it took the Saints as a franchise to get 44 wins? Do you know the answer to this question? I do. Okay, 44 wins. Uh, I have have a guess. I'm going to go with 12 years. 
I'm going to go with 18. Close. It was 1977. So from 67 to 77, they won exactly so it was 44 years. games. 10 years. Well, if you're counting the 67 and 77 season, that's guess, 11, yeah. 11 seasons. 11. So they average four days. wins a year their first 11 years. So I'm just saying, before we get to the rain clouds and the doom and gloom, it's been pretty fucking amazing these last four years. With that said, though, uh, Andrew, uh, it's peanut butter Jameis time, as we said in the postgame show, which everybody should listen to if they were a patron. Um, this team, they looked – Jameis looked uh, great to start, then cooled off. Uh, he looked a little Jameis-y to me. He threw a bad pass that should have been picked. He was jittery <laughs> in the pocket. But he does look really, really – thin like awkwardly painfully thin and he looked amazing it's in the post game press conference. What, was your, what was your initial thoughts of Jameis because we're going to get about a month of him probably you asking me or Dave I'm asking you oh uh yeah he looked very Jameis-y uh I was not <laughs> super impressed uh I, I don't think he played very well um I think especially when you're up two scores I mean ball security is at a premium so the throw that was almost intercepted in particular was awful. Uh, there was a couple throws in the red zone uh, where he's trying to hit Michael Thomas that were grossly inaccurate. Takes a couple sacks. So, yeah, I mean, he, he looked like an unprepared backup quarterback, you know, that didn't take any snaps at practice and, you know, was thrown into a situation that few guys are going to be ready for. So, I don't judge him for that. I, I certainly don't. You know, you guys know this. I'm not I'm not necessarily a Jameis Winston believer. I'm not one of these guys that thinks he's the quarterback of the future for the Saints. But at the same time, I'm not going to cast judgment and, and well, uh, I will say draw this. any conclusions Teddy Bridgewater from a game was, like that. Pretty, Teddy Bridgewater, Dave, was pretty awful last year against the Rams, too. Yeah, exactly. so, but here's my question to you, Dave. We're trying to figure out which, which is the – the bigger, better guests to have this week. Should we have Jameis <laughs> one of one on the podcast again, or should we have a patron, Dr. Thomas Finky, to break down all of Drew's ailments? It's a tough call. <laughs> it's not a tough call, actually. Um, going back to you know, what you were saying about Jameis looking like garbage in this game. Uh, I think the subtext in that is let's wait and see what happens next week when he's got the week to prepare, when he's taking snaps with the first team, uh, when he That's knows right. he's going to start from the beginning. So when Sean Payton uh, designs a game plan right. around him. Yeah. Yep. Right. So with that in mind, I think you should have Jameis one of one on after that game. After we get to see Jameis' full game plan, full week of practice, full game from the start, uh, then we have Jameis 101 to discuss how that went, good or bad. We'll find out. Uh, and this week, you go, you roll with uh, Thomas Finke and uh, discuss Drew Brees, yeah. especially since that's what everybody else is talking about, and that's going to get you the hits. And that's, Ralph, is why uh, I am... Uh, you're the brains of the operation. I'm the brains four, of the operation. <laughs> four in Malta as of four o'clock today. 
Yeah, well, if you took more advice from me, you'd be one. You'd be okay, one, baby. There you go. <laughs> we, we, were, we were two last week, so it's yeah, nothing to dropping. brag about, Ralph. We're, we're dropping going like down. a stone. We're dropping. Um, <laughs> but the wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff early. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. The Drew, the Drew Brees injury sort of overshadows everything, and obviously so, because the Saints are 7-2. and two, They're an elite team, and that's what the media and the national media and ESPN want to talk about. But I want to play this soundbite about Sean Payton when he was asked about Jameis uh, after the game yesterday. He talked about all the injuries, the other injuries that the Saints had, and how it kind of wrecked the running game and made life for Jameis harder. I think on a bigger note and, and probably less visible to you guys, you know, Josh Hill and Traquan, those are significant guys involved in the run game. And that, I would say, created also uh, a slew of just things that we've got to be better at relative to replacements. What impacted our play calling more than anything was when Traquan and Josh went down, that all of a sudden now there, there's some different things you're doing with receivers relative to your blocking schemes. Um, Jameis was up to speed on everything we were doing. I, I think just as just as importantly at halftime, we were trying to arrange the personnel groupings um, to handle a lot of the stuff we were doing in the running game. Josh Hill, Andrew, I feel like is the biggest disconnect in the fan base. Josh Hill gets injured. Saints Twitter's like, eh, whatever. In real life, Josh Hill gets injured, and it's like a Chinese fire drill for the Saints. They're burning timeouts left and right because he's in every fucking formation they have. He's chaos. I don't know what you would describe him as in the in the like the engine that is the New Orleans Saints, but he's he's not like super critical, but he's pretty close. And I I find it humorous that. Fans don't really like Josh Hill at all, but Sean Payton, whenever he gets injured during a game, that's like the first thing in his press conference. It's like, Josh Hill got out and the formations were fucked. Well, it actually felt like shades of the, it's like a more polite version of the Jim Mora soundbite where he's like, you think you know, but you really don't know. And you never You think you know, but you don't know. And you never will. There yeah. it is. Continue. So you know, yeah. yeah when, no, he, when he when he said things, this is less obvious to you. I believe was was the was the quote yeah, he used. Something that might not be <laughs> as visible to you guys. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what it was. That's right. <laughs> you but, fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Josh Hill is the an unsung hero of this offense, and he is huge, and he's probably underpaid. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I think. There's guys on this team there that are as capable. Uh, I think Troutman is a guy that could be a do-it-all tight end, but it's just about getting him up to speed and, and getting him comfortable with the offense. So that'll take time. about the injury on Monday Night Football right now. Here's a good actually. question in the, from, the, just, from the YouTube stream, the live stream. Uh, Dave, do you think people will blame Ruiz for getting Drew Brees killed oh, and this is uh, the his lung question. collapsed gl- like they did I'm Pete glad- last year? 
I'm glad you asked me this because I was going to say, fuck that guy. Fuck Ruiz, man. This shit's on you, bro. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not really that mad. But, uh, but I mean, it, it was his fault. That was his guy to block, and uh, and he let him get past him. I, I don't expect anybody to be perfect, obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's – I mean, is Ruiz... it so, so much to ask to not kill our starting quarterback? <laughs> to not <laughs> To not collapse his lung? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I, I'm also starting to think that uh, Drew Brees at 41 years old is a, is a delicate flower that um, he is. <laughs> you know, that really he can't be is made of porcelain for crying out loud. Um, I uh, yeah, Ruiz is going to be like you know the answer to that bar trivia question. You know, like you know, just like Wally Pip Who murdered is the Drew guy Brees that went in 2020. Out. <laughs> Yeah, who who was the guard, the offensive lineman who caused Drew Brees to end his career? Um, <laughs> but uh, wait, where, where else did I wanted to go? I wanted to say that um, look, the one thing that I I don't know why nobody's talking about this. This is the one thing that pisses me off about the Drew Brees injury um, is. This is lost fucking time now. Now, Tom Brady in the fucking passing mm. touchdown record. Yeah, fucking right. Tom Brady now is fucking. F- I, 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 this is, I, honestly, it makes me. I never really hated Tom Brady that much. But, I mean, now, for some reason, yeah, I hate him no. even more. Uh, maybe because he doesn't get injured every time he gets tackled. And I'm, like, frustrated because Damn, he's Tom a Brady. year older. And he seems to be less delicate than Drew. And I, yeah. just, I feel like Drew is just. He's not aging. It's like. You know, it's, it's like you get older and you see, you know, when you're a kid, your father is like the greatest thing and you think he's like Superman. And then you get older and your father gets older and you see him do things and you're like, wait a minute, he's not, he's just he's a normal old. guy or, or, oh my God, he's getting older and he can't even do the things he used to. And it's like really sad. And like you fucking, you go home, you lie in bed and you cry yourself to sleep and you realize like it's never going to be the same. Things are changing. We're all getting older. It's never going to be the same. And like this is, you know, I said Black Cloud earlier. I just this whole thing is, you know, Ralph. You, you always talk about how I the the Drew Brees farewell tour. Like, yeah, I want to enjoy this, and this is like the worst fucking thing that could have God, happened. This I is, hate to hear that. Is, I hate this, to hear that. This is like you know, if it was like a real band and a real farewell tour. This is like if they all got COVID <laughs> and had to cancel the fucking tour. You never. Nah, got to see it's it's they not that. You need to relax, Dave. I, but here's I the thing, like, though. I do agree with not, Dave. And I, I'm to, not take the por- not... to take the porcelain analogy a step further, Breeze is like fine china. And if you look at the games that they have, they have Atlanta twice, they have the Broncos, they have Philly. This is like a this is like playing in the, the AFC East. It's as close <laughs> as you get, all right, the next four weeks. And so I just want to say, maybe we just put the fine china back in the armoire you know, you bust out kind of your plastic plates and your crappy silverware and Tupperware, you know, and, Dixie yeah, paper and that, plates. And that's your Jameis Winston and your Tamus, <laughs> your Tamus, your Tamus Hilston, and uh, th- that's enough to to you know eat your food and and get the, get the job done. Uh, you well, know, when you're eating with less refined. Well, let's take that for I'm if, not. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying Drew's not going to come back. I'm not saying we just saw the last of Drew Brees. But and we I'm get not four games. We Saints get four less win. games of him now. And I, we, we we get okay. Look, 
in my head, the Drew Brees farewell tour includes winning a lot of games. It includes breaking and keeping the passing touchdown record. It includes uh, embarrassing Tom Brady. Okay, we checked that off of the list. That's good. But uh, and it does it. The, the dream is dead. Like, now we've got to piece together what we can piece together <laughs> well, uh, to save I, this farewell tour, okay? I just and thought I, of... I, so I'm, I'm, upset about the, I'm upset about the touchdown thing because obviously this is Drew's last year. There's no way after, after this, he is definitely not playing next year. This is it. Well, and I'm annoyed because, because fucking Tom Brady might play another fucking year. And Tom he's going to get a whole other year on Drew. playing another okay? year. And I'm also upset because... Uh, he doesn't get to sun the Falcons one more time because he'll miss both you know, Falcon games. He doesn't yeah, get to own them that's, one that's more true. time. He's gonna miss both Falcons games too. But but and I, and it's upsetting because um, I can't even remember. I'm just so well. Upset. You know, another way to look at this is that he's gonna be spending the next what three four weeks maybe uh, healing up. Uh, that he'll be maybe yeah. healthier in the playoffs than Tom Brady. If Tom Brady's running up his TD numbers, taking more hits. And these four weeks that Drew Brees isn't playing, you know, which one is going to be healthier when the playoffs start? That's not an obvious – there's no obvious answer there, but I know who's going to be taking hits the next four weeks, and it's not Brees. Okay. So the other, the, other thing, the other thing that ups, worries me is I worry – I know this is crazy. I worry that Jameis is going to play well. Maybe even win four. You know, he'll do the same thing Teddy did. He's going to win four games. Drew's going to get healthy, and there's going to be half of the Saints fan base is going to say, "Fuck it, Drew's washed up. Let Jameis finish out the season." <laughs> and that's, that's the best that, case scenario. I, how good? And that sucks. Oh, how you're telling good? Me that the best Andrew, case but that's a good. Is I love, I love Drew. Look, I and, love and, Drew, but I'm a Saints fan. I'm not a Drew Brees. Like, I, it's not Drew Brees above all. Like, if Jameis Winston is awesome and that propels us into 2021. Then hell yeah, I want that. But here, here's a question though, Andrew. That's, How that's good? Sad. That's sad. Because last Why is that year was sad. Last year, a player. he's not the team. I know well, that. Here's... But what a shitty, what a shitty ending for for Drew Brees' career. Hey, I gotta tell you, I man. Wanted Drew, I wanted Look, Drew Brees to walk out on the field one last time and for to a standing ovation to some big last second win. Uh, I, you know, I wanted it well, to be a fucking love fest. Every, everyone wants the John Elway. Yes. You know, ending. Yes. It yes. never happens. How did it end for Brett Favre? He had to go to Minnesota, bitter rival, only to have the Saints hand him his ass. How did it end for Peyton Manning? Like Peyton Manning's as close as you get to John Elway. He had to go to Denver and have a defense drag his corpse for him to have his. He's happy li- end. Peyton Manning is literally the worst quarter. Pey- Denver Peyton Manning is literally the worst quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl. By, by statistical rating. But here's my question to you that Dave was talking about. Andrew, how good would Jameis have to play these next four weeks for a significant amount of Saints fans to want him to keep playing instead of Drew? Because last year with Teddy, as much as we love Teddy Bridgewater, we knew that, like, Teddy – He's gonna keep it afloat, and even if they, we were like, well, if they go three and one or four and one, like we're not gonna be like clamoring for Teddy to keep playing. But Jameis is a different animal in a sense of Jameis's floor is way lower than Teddy's, but his ceiling, like Jameis, can be amazing, and Jameis could be a guy where he could win the Saints a couple of these games, and we'll be like, 
Jameis won the Saints that goddamn ball game today, which we never said with Teddy in any of the five wins. He was just sort of there. We're like, great job, Teddy. You didn't screw it up. So how good would Jameis have to play for four weeks for like 35% of Saints Twitter to be like, keep him in there? Like how great would he have to be? Oh, 35? I don't even think it's that. I, I, I think he could go two and two, but hit one 70-yard bomb, and that, <laughs> that would be enough. That would be enough. They're like, oh, air yards, deep ball. Oh, my God, what is this? He's what got this? a positive A dot. I've never seen this before. It's air yards. Give me this guy as my quarterback forever. Don't Dave. ever let Drew back in the building. Dave, how tragic a mistake was it that the Saints released Tommy Stevens? <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he was the savior. He was going to help us. He was going to get us out of this jam. <laughs> so, and oh, by the way, uh, Andrew, tell the people on Twitter, they're trying to, um, they're trying to steal uh, this podcast credit for creating uh, Jason. Jameis. Jameis. You can't even say Tamus correctly. Jason. Yeah. I kind of like Jason, though, too. L- yeah, let it be he, known. He flipped it. Yeah, Ralph, let, mark, mark it down. Let it be known. You just invented Jason, too, also. Jason. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw Amy just on Twitter. The reporter was saying, well, Drew Brees created Tamus, and she posted a link to her article because he said it in a press conference. But, our, Ralph, the day we signed Jameis, you you said Tamus. Yeah, I did, and I L- literally the day the Saints signed him. And Kevin and Kevin just cackled. We have a the podcast, the podcast, because he kept just repeating it over and over again. Because we did it at like eight in the morning. You need to find a link to that. Show I need to find. So need to find that audio. And dunk play it. on everyone. Um, and oh, by the way, the the hotline. We'll play. It. We'll get to that later. Just a tease on it. It's not the best hotline ever. But we do have international calls, and we have people confused and belligerent about how many rings they have to wait before they get to leave the voicemail. So, so stay, stay for the hotline. It's, uh, it's pretty good this week. Um, that guy had a, had a, had a, had a point. By the way, I wholeheartedly agree with him, which is why I thought it was so funny. <laughs> Dave, Dave, what's going on, man? Are you on like the elliptical? No, I'm, I'm getting uh, my tears of a falcon beer. Okay, so while Dave gets his, uh, well Dave gets his tier of the Falcon beer, Andrew, the defense for the Saints, they had a rough start, which oh by the way I called exactly. I said they would get off to a slow start and they would win anyway. I called it again. That's two weeks in a row for me. But they outscored after falling behind ten to nothing. The Saints defense held the 49ers to three points. Um, they looked really. Great. I know the 49ers are missing a ton of people, quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, all of it. But what did you see about the defense? That's two weeks in a row. They've held teams to a combined 16 points. What are we seeing in the defense? And do you think they potentially can carry the Saints for a while like they did last year when Teddy Bridgewater was playing? Well, to quote uh, Billy Madison – uh, Saints defense, I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Uh, no, but seriously, there, there's no uh, there's no glory or being impressed about what the Saints did on Sunday. I know that's Debbie Downer, and look, Chauncey Garner-Johnson looked awesome. Nick Mullins' Onyo- paycheck cleared just like every other quarterback in the NFL. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, when you look <laughs> at the number of players that the 49ers were missing, um, you know, quite frankly, the, the first quarter was unacceptable. The first drive was unacceptable. The Saints were down 10 nothing. Uh, and then they win the game 27 to three following the first quarter. So those last three quarters, that that's what I would expect to see, given the talent on the Saints defense uh, and the lack of talent uh, on the 49ers side of the ball, just with the number of injuries they've had. Uh, but that being said, you know, I've I've long talked about kind of the three horses. This has kind of been my theme of the season, I guess you'd say uh, that the three horses on defense haven't shown up all year. And that's been a big reason why the Saints defense has been disappointing. Uh, and Lattimore continues to be up and down. Uh, Cam Jordan con- continues to be flat out disappointing. Uh, but the one guy of the three that's really turned a corner is Demario Davis. And I thought he played his best game of the season against the 49ers. Uh, and he's Demario Davis has ascended back to peak level. Uh, and so that was probably the most encouraging. How thing did for uh... me. How did uh? Well, first of all, we have to we have to play this because Anzalone only got one play the entire game, and then we get to play this. Go Tigers! How did uh? How did Kawan Alexander look, Andrew? Pretty good. You know, he's getting his feet wet. He's learning the scheme and everything. But uh, man, that one play in particular, it was a goal line run defense where he shoots the gap, blows up the play. Uh, big run stuff. Um, that was great to see. I mean, I think just from a skill set point of view, the Saints really like having him in there because his sideline to sideline speed. He has good eyes. Uh, he's good instincts. We saw that at LSU. I mean, he's a tre- tremendous player in college. So um, I'm excited to have him on the team. I don't know if you guys noticed this, Dave. You probably didn't since you were at the game. But th- at one point, uh, you know, Quan Alexander has like the spiky pink hair. And he had like one strain of hair sticking right out of his helmet, like uh, one of the holes in his helmet. It almost looked like a little devil horn. Um, I don't know. That was pretty cool. I definitely didn't notice that. Uh, I mean, obviously, I, I, everybody could see Demario Davis played incredible. I mean, being at the game, he was incredible. Like just, I mean, he was just flying all over the goddamn field. I mean, he, you know, one play he's in the backfield, next play he's in the fucking secondary. I mean, he's just amazing. Um, that's got to be a top five game by Demario Davis in his career with the Saints. I it's top three, yeah, yeah. Maybe the best. I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I haven't studied his entire career. Well, the, you know, with the Jets and everything like that. But, and then the other thing I wanted to say is, uh, yes, the Niners. Um, you know, they're they're running second, third teamers out there. Uh, but I will say. I don't know whether this came through on the broadcast, but I mean, they made some incredible catches. I mean, they had yes, they did. quite a few catches Holy that cow. I am like, most people don't make that catch. I mean, they had the one in the first quarter over the shoulder down the sideline with CJG. The, dude, uh, the one coverage. hand the where he one, goes down one, and I, gets I thought it. I hit off the, I, the one at midfield that I could have swore hit off the turf, and the guy amazingly caught it with one hand. And Jordan Reed, yeah. Yeah. Um, there were just a couple of great catches that normally I feel like most players and most aren't going to make that play. And uh, they just kept coming up with them every, every single time. So, and I want to give out a shout, a shout out to Patrick Robinson. The saints have called <laughs> on him twice and both times he's gotten in- interceptions in the end zone. Uh, I mean, the, the one against Detroit was bigger. This one just helped people cover the spread, which was appreciated for d- degenerate gamblers. Any everywhere. But again, Andrew, 
This roster I, I for the Saints. Hold up, I, hold up. But I, I wanted to say this with Dave here because I said it on one of our uh, daily shows, but Dave wasn't on that show. Dave, what kind of season is this? How 2020 is this? That the two defensive backs that have played the best for the Saints this year are Malcolm Jenkins and Patrick Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how, how 2020 is that? Uh, th- this whole The whole game yesterday was so freaking 2020. I mean, the muffed yes. punts, three muffed punts. Four. Uh, oh, it was four? Yeah. Um, two each. Did they... Were they talking about, like, like when later in the game, there was a series when the Saints were up, there was a series uh, where Jameis went in at wide receiver for yeah. three plays. Yep. Uh, I don't know whether they discussed that. It, it, there was one play, then that they was, did That play, was weird. And then there were two straight are, plays. Are, well, I mean, I, it, guess, I, 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 I mean, we've seen them do that with Drew. They did it with Drew earlier in that game, actually. Um, so it kind of just felt like they were just – you know, they were just doing the same thing they would normally Here, be doing, but instead of Drew, it's Jameis going wide. Like if Jameis he, is going to try to throw a block. he actually went in there, though. He, he did. On the, the first time he was out there, he's, he's he was out the wide. Vegan, he's got to lose the vegan diet if he's going to go tight end and try to throw a block in line. Yeah, he did. He, he definitely did on that first one. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. This revolutionary company, Manscaped, has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 3.0 has proprietary advanced skin safe technology, so this trimmer cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The Lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you use on your balls. That's just nasty. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And yes, your balls stink. Speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, I am thankful for their Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. And these products smell good. Their manly scent is attractive and will help you set the mood, if you know what I mean. The perfect package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxers that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Here's a question for you. If we time traveled back, Dave, to 2012, and we told 2012 us that in 2020, Malcolm Jenkins and Patrick Robinson (laughs) were going to be the key to a revitalized Saints secondary, what would 2012 us think of the 2020 Saints? 
Well, I mean, like first first of all, we would um, we would assuredly assume that they were with the Saints the entire time. They didn't each go to other different teams and then come back yeah. to play that way. You know, you would just assume they just stayed on the team from 2012 all the way to 2020. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. It would make me wonder how bad the rest of the team was. Malcolm <laughs> Jenkins is damn good, by the yeah, way. He's been playing great. He's good. He's yeah. been playing great. He's still I was, good. I was annoyed that he dropped that inter- first interception. He made up for it. He's lucky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, that, their off season has been really good. Like, they were right to bring in Malcolm Jenkins over Von Bell so far. They were right to keep Andres Pete. He's been good because they didn't have anywhere else to go at guard. Like, they were right to keep Onyemata, Andrew. Like, their offseason, for the most part, has worked out splendidly. I can't think of anything that you can look at and be like, that was a horrible decision. I mean, Ruiz hasn't worked out quite like they thought. Oh, Anya, no, Ruiz is kind of – but, again, I, rookies you kind of throw out the door, I think, with uh, just their season this year. You, you, can't, you can't really judge them too much, you know, just with everything. Well, except Marquez Callaway. Go ahead and well, judge cool, him. Well, cool, man. Yeah, you can, you can judge Callaway. That dude's a stud. Two, uh, Johnny on the spot, huh? Yeah, two muff punt recoveries. Yeah. How often is that man, I know that. But, uh, of course shit. No, I, I just uh, want to say about Onyemata real quick. Uh, he, he's almost underpaid, g- given what the Saints uh, <laughs> he is. Pay, paid him and, and how he's produced. But. I had someone ask me on the Discord channel uh, earlier today uh, after I did the player grades, uh, you know, hey, what's going on with Cam? Is he seeing a lot of double teams? And, you know, I was saying Cam's seeing less double teams in recent weeks because he's not doing anything and teams are noticing. And uh, so and and frankly, like the number of double teams he's seeing, it's this is nothing unique. Teams know that Cam Jordan is the Saints best pass rusher. That's been a thing for years. So they uh, I, I would say that Cam Jordan's been been had some attention but nothing out of the ordinary he's just not playing as well and so what i noticed in this game for really the first time is that onyamata was the one seeing a lot of double teams and yet he was still making plays yeah i mean here i'd like to i mean just just to put a bow on everything i I just think look the saints are a talented team they are a talented team they are uh, they are have a lot of great leadership. Um, they win in different ways. Exactly. They and well, that's so. You know, we've been a little doom and gloom so far on the podcast. Obviously, uh, the Drew Brees thing upsets me. I'm assuming it upsets everybody else. Uh, you know, we're all a little uncertain about the future now because of it. Uh, and I would just say, if we want to be positive, just know that again, this is a very talented team. They find ways to win. I mean, I'm uh, not... they love each other. They they get along. They have great chemistry. And in addition to that, I can't think of another team in the NFL that's better suited uh, to uh, for an injury to their starting quarterback. I, no, I mean, at same. least we have, you know, Jameis is questionable. T- Taysom is questionable. Jason is questionable. Uh, but we've got a chance and and the Saints, some, something something's going to shake out something the Saints had the foresight well, they did go 5 to ask and 0 last James year without if he would play Greece. for free right. and he said yes what did you um, say Ralph i said the Saints had the foresight to ask Jameis if he would play for free and he said yes 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah. He, here's the thing with this year, and I think Dave makes a good point, and I'll take it even a step further. Look, 2020 is weird because of coronavirus. Home field doesn't really matter that much unless it's Green Bay and it's cold. And if they go to Royal Rumble style and nobody gets a bye, then it doesn't matter if you go 13 and three and get in or 10 and six. It won't. It won't mean shit, right? You just have to get in. You just have to be healthy. Which it brings me to my next point, Andrew. Uh, the one concern you can we can sort of talk about is you noticed it in your your player grades, which by the way become a patron, ten dollar level. You get access to Andrew's grades. Uh, the offensive line, Pete got injured, Armstead got injured, McCoy, he had the RoboCop arm working. How concerned are you that the the, the offensive line has begun its yearly uh, descent into injury hell? <laughs> yeah, that's a concern i if you ask me what the biggest concern about this game was it would be the play of the offensive line uh not only did they not play great but the combination of ruiz and easton isn't great uh mccoy's now got the big contraption on his arm uh andres pete seems to have aggravated his ankle and teron armstead left which is kind of <laughs> left the game momentarily which is kind of part for the, the course. course so yeah, they're they're right on schedule. You know, the last three years, that's kind of been the Achilles' heels. They limp into the postseason uh, with an offensive line that's you know just really banged up, and they they seem right on schedule right now with just the <laughs> amount of injuries. And you know, so sometimes, like you, I just want to say, you look at Breeze, and sometimes an injury that's not going to knock you out for the year, but that forces you to be out of action for three or four weeks. Sometimes that's not the worst thing. I, NFL, the NFL has this worst culture, this weird culture where you play through stuff. And if you, yeah. you've got these nagging injuries, you just keep letting them pile up and you We're keep like, playing through it. And like in basketball, LeBron will take a month off. Well, that's the thing. It's only 16 games, so I get yeah. that. But I, I sometimes I just wonder if, if you just shut a guy down who's dealing with a lot of soreness or a lot of issues, like Brees, he's wearing the flak jacket, right? If they had just shut him down before this game because he was already kind of, you know, compromised, maybe two weeks off, maybe they could have won two games with Jameis and, and Taysom, and, and they would have brought Brees back, and he would have been 100%. I, I mean, he's is, 41, though, but I'm just saying sometimes I don't get that, man. Sometimes I'm Breeze, just like, look, if these guys are really banged up, like you've got James Hurst, you've got Nick Easton. They're not the best, but like throw those guys in there and let's let these guys recover for a couple weeks. You think Tom Brady's taking a day off? Drew Brees played in 2015 when he had plantar fasciitis and his foot was torn in half and the Saints were 5-8 and eight and playing the Jaguars. And he's like, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shut it down. I'm playing the Jaguars because I it's need to. Inter- for my it's boys. just an interesting and culture. I mean, it, it completely has to do with the number of games, and it's like the physical nature, and you, you want to be tough in football. But like, man, at baseball, you know, it's like some pitcher has a little thing in his wrist, like that doesn't doesn't feel quite right. And sometimes they shut him down for 180 days. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, he went back and started doing the long toss, and he. Still felt that little twinge. It's like they won't play you in baseball unless you're 100. percent 
And it's the same thing with basketball, like you said, Ralph. Like a dude will sprain his ankle and he's he misses twenty games. Just like sprain an ankle, tape that shit up and get back out there. But you know, football's a different culture. But sometimes, so anyway, my point is, is it, are we really going to benefit when these offensive linemen keep playing through this stuff, and then it's the play playoffs come and they they, they never got injured enough to miss a game, but they're just like a shell of their former selves because they're so banged up. Whereas Breeze actually got to miss four weeks, and maybe he's still a little banged up in his ribs, but everything else is healed, and he's actually feeling pretty good when he comes back. That's fair. I mean, the thing for me is I just know Breeze is is a psychopath, and he wants to play every week. But my question to you, Dave, before we get to the hotline, and I want to roast Goodell in a minute here, is (laughs) despite everything, that the Saints had going on, the issues, everything. Kamara, I think yesterday might have been his strongest pitch for Offensive Player of the Year and maybe MVP because the Saints had chaos around him, and he just scored three touchdowns like it was nothing. Like, and I know <laughs> two of them were short, but whatever. He still looked amazing with all the problems they had, all the injuries. Uh, I'm going to put money on him. Eight to one to win offensive MVP. I think it's good. I think it's good a bet. I, you know, I, I thought about you because I, I know you've been beating this drum all season, just like I've been beating my certain drums, and Andrew's been beating his certain drums. Your your drum this season has been Camara for offensive player of the year. I and, like that uh, drum. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. I think I think this last game really vaulted him ahead of uh, of anybody else in the conversation. Uh, MVP? I don't think so. I don't see that going to anybody that's not a quarterback. As, as unfair as that is, I don't make the rules, pal. Uh, hold on, hold on. So Ralph's thing all year has been Kamara for MVP or Offensive Player of the Year. Dave, yours has been Drew Brees, Arm Truther, give the man some respect. Farewell and tour. What, what, what's mine been? Has, has it been Cam Jordan sucks? What else? <laughs> I don't know. What do you want? You get to stake your claim. Uh, so much pressure. I don't know. I thought you had one in mind when you no, were giving, giving these labels. No, nothing really jumps off the page at me, to be honest with you. We'll think about that one. Okay. Uh, but uh, I uh, – wait, what were we talking about? No, I was just I was just talking about Drew Brees fighting through it. But this is my next thing I want to talk about. And – this, if the Saints, Andrew, if they lose oh, compensatory Kamara. picks because they did a celebration after the Tampa game and put it on their Twitter feed and Instagram, and the NFL is threatening them to find them big money and, and draft picks, if it was only the Saints, maybe, I counted four fucking teams did the same exact thing last week. Okay, celebrations in the locker room, dancing, having fun. But, oh, no, we're going to use the Saints as a safety uh, facade to pretend like we are doing the best and we're following all the COVID protocols. Get the fuck out of here with that. I'm tired of it. Goodell, it's fucking horrible. They better, Andrew, they better not find the Saints. They better not take away these compensatory picks we've been waiting our whole lives to get. (laughs) <laughs> because the Saints did a dance because they humiliated Tom Brady. If they take away a compensatory pick, I swear to God. Yeah. Can't right. hear you. So, Good. 
good point. So here's the thing. Let's wait and see because they, they, you know, I know the Broncos got caught, or the Broncos were celebrating no masks. I saw Jeff. Yeah, but that wasn't. That's less offensive, you know. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. Let's see, let's see what happens if they get fined. You know, they just need to be fair and fair and. They didn't have their classless head coach dancing with Demario Davis doing his terrible (laughs) dance moves. You know, Um, I, I actually think. Sean Payton's dance moves are kind of funny. I don't know why he gets so much grief Dude, for that. The but, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that was awesome. Whenever people uh, talk about Sean we're... Payton dancing, I just think of him when he was on the year suspension and he was, like, down in the sandals in Bahamas and just grinding on that woman. That video came out. <laughs> I did see that. Yeah. yeah that's, I don't know. Whenever I, I don't whenever know. I Connor's, think Connor's a patron. I don't know if we should talk about that. I don't know. It's, um, it's out but, there. Uh, they know. It's out there. It's out there. So, uh, here. but uh, no, what was I going to say? Um, you know, the thing about Sean Payton, man, is we, this week, I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter, but we already have Atlanta reporters going full hashtag classless. They were very angry at Sean Payton for only taking seven minutes uh, in his presser and being very annoyed and quick to hang up and not wanting to talk about Drew Brees' injury. <laughs> and then and, and then saying just how great Raheem Morris is and how he gave him a full 15 minutes. And uh, oh, so 15. the hashtag classless is already hitting. Dude, you know, if, the they, think, if they think Monday is short – Wait until they get a load of the Wednesday <laughs> Sean Payton press conference that's going to be like four minutes and 30 seconds. And I speak from experience because I listen to them and record them for me and Andrew for the patrons for the preview podcast, right, Andrew, to play the sound. His Wednesday one, if it goes over six minutes, consider yourself lucky. Like, he is in and out. He's got places to be, dude. So Yeah, oh, <laughs> he's dropping the next question on Wednesday. It's, <laughs> oh. it's coming. So we got to get to the hotline before we get to the, before we get to the discord channel questions and the Twitter questions. (laughs) Actually, the the breeze thing is not the, the drum that Dave has been banging. It's the hotline. Yeah. (laughs) I've got two drums. The hotline is Dave. The hotline is Dave. I've got a whole drum kit. (laughs) Dave, you explain it. They were, they're mad about the rings. Basically, it's just somebody made the astute point that, um, you know, nobody's going to answer this phone. It, it's, it goes straight to voicemail. So why do you have to sit there and wait for it to ring five or six times before the voicemail picks up? How come is there some setting, Ralph, that you can make that where as soon as somebody calls, it goes straight to the voicemail instead of having Ralph. to listen to it ring five times? I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Because I've made the same, I've made the same observation. Because I've called the hot. Well, no, I never called the hotline. Now. Ralph, I think the uh, uh, we're having some major problems here. We're having major problems with the stream or with everything. Yeah. Well, no, I I hear you and Dave fine. It's just YouTube looks like it keeps crashing. How about now? Check it now. Um, right. Sorry about that, gentlemen. My uh, my uh, my computer went blue screen. What do you want? 
The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff early. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. But no, this hotline, the contempt from people. And even the international guy uh, from from uh, from the UK, uh, he was very contemptuous. But I have to say, um, I kind of deserved it. So let's just get to it. This week's hotline, uh, here it is. It's time for this week's hottest takes from the Saints Happy Hour Hotline. I just want to conduct a search party for Sean Payton's balls because his ambush and flea flicker and challenge flag rain and days are over, and he's now the guy who bent over for Goodell and doesn't trust his future Hall of Fame quarterback to get eight yards with the game on the line. As we've learned with anything in 2020, it's all just a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> so fuck it. Uh, that's it. That's, that's, that's the voicemail. That's it. That's it. Play me on the show. Uh, don't play me on the show. I don't give a fuck. Sitting on my back porch because I was about to call y'all and give you a fucking rant about the fact that I'm fucking pissed off that Drew Brees is injured and all the fucking 49ers injuring us and everybody fucking – and we're still second and fucking two, and I shouldn't be pissed off about that. And then what happens? My fucking gutter falls off my fucking house. So that put an end to the fucking rant that I was going to give you. So fuck the Falcons, fuck Tom Brady, and fuck the 49ers, and go Saints. All right, guys, I ain't got a clue if you're going to get this. And if you do get it, it might cost me my kidney because I'm calling from England. It's 20 to 1. I've got to get up for work in three and a half hours. But I just wanted to say a wise man once said, show me the turnovers and I'll tell you who won the game. And that's your host, Ralph Marlborough. So well done on that one. What a game. Goodbye, San Francisco. Did we just top the NFC? I have no idea. And listeners, Listen, I've got a message for you. If you're not a patron, for the love of God, become a patron because it's a lonely place in England to be a Saints fan, and I need this podcast to stay alive forever. So for the love of God, sign up. And I don't normally curse, but what the hell, let's go for it. Fuck Roger Goodell. Fuck the refs. Fuck the Falcons. And Dave, for the love of God, unmute yourself. How far can we go into the postseason uh, relying on the Thomas Morstead bank shot off the other team to Marquez Callaway play? Because as best I can tell, that's how we survived today. Seems to work just fine. I'm happy about the defense. I'm mad about the offense. Uh, The correct answer is both. Yes, cheers. Let's drink our beers and pretend that none of this happened and that we're going to be better next week. We won't, but let's pretend so. Hey, go saying to that. There is a thing about Taysom Hill. As a Mormon, the man can't drink alcohol. So he does all he can to make sure that I drink all the alcohol for him. See, it's a, it's a fair trade-off, you know. He can't, so I do, and he's going to put me in the grave pretty soon. I'd like to acknowledge that Nicholas Clayton Mullins looks like he just ran into his childhood nightmare. An assessment of, <laughs> oh, shit, I can't read my own writing. <laughs> oh, you're one day. I'll leave a valid message to be 
Okay. Nope, I got it. An assessment of the position of his eyebrows on every snap makes me feel like he's so scared. So now that We're I'm ready to listen to some phone rings uh, and not get so bent out of shape about it, which I apologize for that, uh, even though it happened. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I just saw Malcolm Jenkins. It looked like he wanted to cry. And then, I, and that's initially what I was calling about. But as the phone, and here we go back to the ringing of a hotline phone number. Anyways, okay. <laughs> But as the phone was ringing, then he makes an interception. So maybe when he looks like he's going to cry, uh, I, I mean, maybe he's going to make a great play. I don't know. <laughs> you, like, this is first. No. It's top. Top. Not first. It's top. Top-notch uh, analysis. You can't get this from anywhere else. Not even from... Your podcast. Hey, it's on my own. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. So I love listening to y'all. Not there's no way I could ever compete. I love y'all. Later. Wow. <laughs> Alcohol. He, he right he came he, he finished strong, but he was he was he was rambling and incoherent in the middle. Um, I don't know, Ralph. You said this wasn't the best. This might have been my all-time yeah, favorite. This might this, be the best. This was sneaky good. This is. Oh, I don't know if you can find a way to make this. Uh, just affordable for the international calls like i don't know if you can do a dropbox or something but the the accent the british accent any accents that we can get i just classes it, it so up much better too it classes yeah, yeah. it up so it really does yeah it did feel a little classy didn't it It did it, it felt um, it felt like uh men in blazers class it up really good <laughs> um that was great thanks for delivering as always patrons yes fredo you're absolutely right if you live in Malta, I swear to God, if you live in Malta and you leave us a message, I will send you, I will send you something amazing. Only, I, I be, only because we need to know what a Maltese uh, accent sounds like. We have yes. no idea. Yes, yeah. please call. If you're from Malta, please call the hotline. And I want to give, a, I want to give a shout out to Brett, uh, a patron who is in the Discord channel a lot. Mm. Uh, he has the ro- the Rona, and he is in the hospital. I'm going to yeah. send him something. Brett, we are thinking of you. Uh, get well soon, my man. Um, Andrew? And Brett, I know, I, I because... know he, had, he had tickets to the game this weekend, uh, and he can't go, so Dave is going in his stead. Yeah, so I bought them from him, and uh, I'm going uh, to represent him uh, proudly, and uh, I think we're going to get the win for Brett this week. Yeah, well, um, hopefully. Before we get to game predictions, though, it's time for the craze that is sweeping the world, sweeping the nation, uh, and uh, it's uh, question time. Dave, did I not look good today on Channel 4? I, you know what I, I, I mean? Meant to, my like, wife well, hooked me up. She got me dressed with the blazer, the black shirt. She had really she did help me do my she hair. Quaffed, I looked, she I good. I might I'm go check it out man. right now. For, for some reason, the videos will not play on, on a mobile device. So I have to like go to a desktop to watch it. And I didn't do that this morning. I'm going to go check it out right now, see what I can see. <laughs> so, all right, here we go. We got questions, Andrew. With Breeze, This is from CJ. With Breeze being out, do I need to up my drinking game to make up for the loss? 
thanks for taking my call. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> well, listen, I think we sometimes we think about this all wrong. Drew gets injured. We get all upset and like Dave and, and uh, go all the end is nigh and all that. But th- think of it this way. How amazing would it be if Jameis, A, plays amazing and lights up the Falcons? B, how amazing would it be if Jameis Winston plays awful and the Falcons actually have a chance to beat us because Drew Brees is out and we still find a way to win? So, like, kind of either way would be an amazing thing, and I'm here for it because I'm a Saints fan and, like, I love Drew Brees. He's probably going to end up being my favorite all time when it's all said and done but i am going to be a fan i've been a fan long before breeze ever joined the team and i'll be a fan long after he leaves so like i i'm still here for whatever drama the saints give me and i just i hate the falcons and i want to beat them let's not forget that it is falcons hate week dave what would be more fun sunday Jameis Winston throwing for 450 and five, and the Saints win like 50. That sounds like a lot of air yards. Yeah. (laughs) Or the Saints blow the Falcons out. Would you rather that? Or would you rather the Falcons get ahead 28 to three? Jameis leads the comeback. (laughs) Saints win. What would be more fun? Not even. Oh yeah, I mean, that's not even a question. (laughs) Not even close. I mean, number one was sounding really good, and I was getting yeah. really excited, and I was, <laughs> I was ready to vote for that one. But uh, frankly, I'm not sure a Super Bowl title feels better than the second thing you proposed there. <laughs> yeah. We could just, we could just be like, "That's a wrap. We're gonna call it off. Yeah. 2020's done. <laughs> We're just the Saints are gonna you, be you like George Costanza. You could just have the rest of the season. They're gonna leave fine. on a high note. This is from yeah. uh, Enriquez. Uh, if we it, win the Super Bowl dude, with Jameis. What day do we hold the Bacchus Parade in Metairie with Jameis one of one as King of Bacchus? <laughs> Is that for me or Dave? That's, that's for, for you, Dave. Dave. Wait, that's for me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wait, you guys don't hear my computer playing, did you? No, no I didn't. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Ralph's I'm watching Ralph's appearance right now as we speak. Maybe I'll even like can I like live? Do it live. Um, Do what it was live. the question about Bacchus? What was it? Jameis one of one. Jameis one of one him? will be Bacchus. He would be the king of Bacchus. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a Mardi Gras this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess we could just go ahead and make him the king of Bacchus in that case. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, do we have Discord questions? Uh, let me check. My dad is in the chat right now, and he says uh, – how about I sponsor a subscription for an overseas patron? There you go. If you're if you're overseas and you're currently not a patron, my yeah. dad is offering to, to sponsor to, you. Yeah. Uh, and, and by the way, I understand that the 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 VAT tax if you do the annual uh, subscription, it's like ridiculous. So if you're overseas and you're thinking of doing the annual subscription, do it. We'll throw something extra in the uh the booze bundle box for you uh to as a thank you uh and by the way we shipped out four international ones uh including including i'm not going to butcher your name uh but there's a patron from tanzania just gonna gonna say it well you got the no please please do please do butcher the name 
I, I'm shocked in, Ralph didn't mispronounce the country. So that's, in Clalio? In Clalio is his oh, name, boy. I think. Oh, boy. No uh, way that's right. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> all right. We actually have a lot in the Discord. Um, all, right. all right. Skip Stevens. He, he's I, have, a, he's, I have a lot of questions for Ralph about his performance uh, on WWL TV. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Andrew. All right. We got a lot here. So uh, let's see. Dave, I'll start with you. Uh, it looks like Arik Armstead of the 49ers tested positive for the Rona. Uh, could uh, this sneaky be the biggest impact of the season? If the O-line room becomes drenched in Rona, to quote Ralph, yeah, uh, we're, <laughs> we're fucked way bigger than Drew or any of the other injuries. Uh, worse, not wrong. It, uh, what if it forces a wildcard playoff shootout thing with the NFL uh, would say... I don't know. Wait, this is, what? This is, is this what, one question? What yeah, but basically, on? basically, he's asking, "What do we do if Ark Armstead uh, gave our whole offensive line the Rona?" I think that's basically what he's asking. I think they'd probably wind up postponing the game, so I don't even think it would be an issue. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, all right, Hudak Golfer uh, says, uh, in an effort to keep similar play calling and offensive uh, game planning, should the Saints try to sign 2002 Chad Pennington? Ralph. Definitely. Oh wow! Wait, Nick Foles is getting carted off the field. Oh my God! Yeah, it's Ooh, Trubisky time, baby. Oh, is that right? They're bringing Trubisky back. It looks Mitchell. like it's uh, some kind of lower. Oh, maybe. Ooh. Ain't no party like a troops party because a troops party don't stop. Dave, uh, is it illegal to? This is Terrorique wanting to know: Is it illegal to eat roasted falcon uh, for Thanksgiving? No, 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 no. It's just no. illegal to do the, it uh... with like more than six family members. Ooh, this is another Dave. I'm, right. going, I'm, I'm going back to back with Dave here. This is a good one for you. How? This is from Chris McKay or McVeigh. Sorry. How many Olive Garden breadsticks will it take to make Jameis look like a healthy weight again? Uh, <laughs> like two. Do you know? I listened to. It's funny that you asked me this question. I listened to. Um, a podcast, uh, the Doughboys, and they every every episode is a review of uh, a national restaurant or or uh, <laughs> supermarket or whatever. And uh, they did one on Olive Garden, which I of course had to listen to. It was the first one I listened to. Uh, those breadsticks are like five thousand calories a piece. Like they are like ridiculous. Uh, you don't want to eat them, but at the same time, you do want to eat them. You do. Uh, th this goes to what uh, Dave was melting down about earlier, Ralph, but uh, this is from Balky. Why the fuck does God keep letting a stand-up guy like Breeze get injured while douchebag, douchebaggington Tom Brady stays healthy? I don't know. I think, to I think Tom Brady has clearly – he's clearly either made a deal with the devil or he is the devil himself. Therefore, he's immortal. That's my theory, Balky. Uh, Surprising. I think I said that right this time. Yeah. Instead of Sir Prison. Uh, Surprising wants to know uh, how likely is it that the Niners manage to keep taking the Saints out, Saints players out over the next couple of weeks, Ralph? Oh, my God. The 49ers, they murdered poor Pierre Thomas in 2011. Um, Jabari True. Greer ended his career in 2013. They might have ended Breeze. Fuck the 49ers, man. I hate I hate the 49ers almost as much as I hate the Falcons. Like, they have caused me personally so much pain 
I want the, I If California fell in the ocean, I wouldn't feel bad. That's how much I hate the 49ers. All right, I got a few more. Let's keep them coming. All right, uh, Dave, uh, If this this is from Hoodat, H-O-O. I think that's actually a UVA uh, Charlottesville reference. But uh, Hoodat wants to know if that was indeed the end for Drew, and God, I hope not. Mm. How, how appropriate to go out on a TD, to, uh, TD throw to cap that two-minute drive? Yeah, honestly, the fact that it was a TD throw as his last play, that's what has me concerned. It's like, oh, yeah, that's how Drew's going to go out. This is it. He's never coming back now. I just I just watched his last touchdown pass. That's how it ends. <laughs> no, I don't think – I don't – yeah, I know. I, don't, I really – yeah, I really don't think he's – he's not done. Absolutely no. not. If anything, the thing you got to worry about with Drew is that he'll come back too soon, right? Yeah. Like he'll he'll force his his reentry. All right, uh, Ral. Uh, this is more of a comment than a question, but uh, Hudat Wayne asks: Is Ruiz going to be a guard or center? Because it's not looking too good at guard. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, Ralph, if uh, this is from your boy Allen, would you give Drew a rib or lung to get the Saints a Super Bowl victory? What body part is your limit? I mean, I can give him a I can give him a, a rib. I can't give him any muscles in my back because they're all inflamed. <laughs> You don't want any of that. Um, that make him, might make him worse. It might make it worse. I can't – you know what? Now that I think about it, I probably can't give Drew anything from my left side because it's just total garbage. So, like, I could give him a rib from the right side. I can give him a 10. I mean, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. I want, an, I want another Super Bowl. It's fun. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, 
than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whatever you do, Ralph, just don't give him your liver, please. Uh, all right, last one. Ralph, I'll give this one to you, too. Uh, this is from Thomas Finke, since you're an Onyemata stan. Uh, he wants to know, has Onyemata reached a level of performance that rivals or surpasses Rankins at his best two seasons ago? Ooh, it's – no, it's getting close, though. It's getting, it's getting close, but Rankins, the final, like, five weeks of 2018 was the Saints' best defensive player. And I know your grades 
say that Onyemata is, but yesterday you saw it that Demario Davis or even um, Lattimore, if he would play to his standards, is the best player on the defense, I think. So Onyemata's got a ways to go, but he's getting really close, Andrew. He's getting really close, and I'm, I'm here for it because I, I, uh, I'm president of the Onyemata fan club. Uh, okay, so I was just watching your uh, WWL TV oh, interview. Uh, I, I like the blazer, very nice, nice touch. Um, His wife picked that up. Uh, okay, wife. well, I, I figured. I didn't think. I mean, Ralph I'm calling. Um, what do you expect? Chance. Now this is like week three in a row now with Leslie Spoon and No Paulson. What's That's going right. on? Has Paulson backed out? Is he? Uh... Well, I. I don't know, man. I think What's you know he hasn't. On? He hasn't. Uh, he ha- haven't been on with Paulson since I came off the top rope, Macho Man style. <laughs> and, and, and That's right. That's elbow. There's saying. your answer right there. That's Dave. what yeah. I'm saying. I think uh, did, did Paulson tap out? <laughs> did, did he, he, he what's out? I might have to ask Sheba. I might have to DM her on the Twitters. Oh, I no, I can text. I'll, I'll text Sheba. I can. Yeah. I can get. I'll get an answer. They moved me to 5:45. I know you don't like me. You don't like me and right Leslie Spoon because she treats me with respect, and you don't like. Yeah, that. there's no. There's, yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah, Paulson was your straight man. I mean, it's not. It's like a normal. It's like a morning normal, chat uh, with Leslie Spoon. Leslie's lovely. I've met Leslie also. She's been in the store before. Yeah. Uh, also, um, we didn't talk about Jameis's post-game press conference uh, outfit. No, we didn't. Uh, he looked amazing. <laughs> he looked amazing. He looked like who he was running better, for Ralph Senate on the morning show or Jameis post game. I mean, Ralph didn't have a tie. Ralph had like a black. I had a black Saint shirt. It's a black Saint shirt. I was gonna say Ralph kind of looked like he was in Manhattan, ready to go out for a martini. Yeah. Somebody yeah, said I like needed to go. Somebody yeah. said I needed to go on Twitter. Somebody said I needed to go turtleneck, and I should make. Leslie call me Professor Cripple, which is funny, but also kind of mean to me. But it, <laughs> my wife just says I mean, it's honest, offensive. You can't. Even, honestly, it was it was probably it was probably a Saints Happy Hour shirt. It was probably Ralph just put on a blazer over a Saints Happy Hour. I, should, shirt. I could do that next week, man. I only got <laughs> Dave. I got. I'm gonna change the shirt. The blazer stays because that's the only one I got. <laughs> you only have one jacket. I only have one jacket, man. What? You don't ever go to like formal functions? You need to no. wear a suit. Jesus or God, no. I have oh like I have like the one the one jacket and I have like a suit. That's it. But, okay, uh, well you can wear the suit jacket, you know, as an alternate. Maybe mix it up a bit. All right. See, legal so, the jacket. Go so get we gotta blazer. get uh, Saints Falcons. There's no line on the game because none. There's no line because if Vegas not put it up. They're not going to put it up until the Saints, oh. at least, the Saints probably aren't going to. Um, they aren't going to announce who's going to start because remember they did that nonsense against Seattle last year where Deshaun Payton was like, I don't know who's going to start. Is it going to be Bridgewater? Is it going to be Taysom? You just have to wait and see. But I think Vegas once the injury report comes out and Drew Brees doesn't practice then they'll set the line assuming it's Jamin so I'm going to set it I'm going to pull a number I'm going to set it at five and a half Dave so the Saints are five and a half point favorite against the Falcons uh, who you got oh this is, 
They're favorite favored by five and a half. Uh, if I'm betting, I'm taking the Falcons. Um, uh, but, you know, for the purposes of this podcast, uh, obviously I'm going to say the Saints are going to win. But uh, it's it's going to be close. It's not going to be easy. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be chewing our nails out for sure. Um, and last uh, year in the dome, it was a disaster. Like, yeah. just I, Atlanta, I'd love uh, I'd love to get another start one or two. To I'd love to, love to get another one or two more stead uh, bank shots. That'd be great. Those are a real. <laughs> those are a big help, man. Uh, but. Uh, no, I don't know. I have yeah, this is you know it's Saints Falcons. I I, I I have no idea how this is going to turn out. I, I really really don't. I'll all I'm going to say is the Saints are going to win, and it's probably going to be by a field goal. And uh, I was I was close last week, uh, or uh, Deontay ran one back uh, like 75 yards. He's he, I'm still picking him. He's going to take a kick or a punt back for a touchdown that's my prediction score i'll go with uh honest, honestly i'll go uh not even three points one point i'll go with, i'll go 28 27 saints andrew who oh who you got dave you're dead wrong it's gonna be the <laughs> tamis hill party <laughs> Taysom hill is gonna to run for he looks like a star of the day for the saints Taysom Hill is going to run for two touchdowns. Jameis is going to throw for another four. Uh, they're they're going to have a platoon system. They're both going to play about 60-40 snaps. I'll say 60 for Winston. Uh, but they're both going to play a ton. They're both going to light up the Falcons, who are 31st in the league against the pass oh and God. 29th in overall defense. That defense is way bad, and uh, the Saints are going to have this platoon system at quarterback and embarrass them. I'm going to say 38 to 17 Saints, but my star of the day is going to be the resurrected Cam Jordan. Uh, he's oh. finally going to show up to the party. He's going to get himself a couple sacks. Ralph, I hope you're recording this, and I hope you play this back next week. You really want to hit your bring him to camp. swag into that star, like star huh? of the day for the Saints. That would be amazing because nobody enjoys clowning on the Falcons more than Cam Jordan. Like, he... He lives for that. So if he could have a giant, like, I mean, any time you can have a great game, it's it's fun. But for him to do it against Atlanta would be delightful. I'm going to say this is hard because I, I'm, I'm scarred from last year where we, I went to the Dome last year and Atlanta just housed the Saints, and that's my recency bias, as Andrew would call it. Um, but I'm going to say Saints – 42 Atlanta 38 and 42. I don't know I don't know how it's going to happen but the Saints are going to score four touchdowns in the fourth quarter and Atlanta what? the the Falcoholic is going to be like football erotica we're just going to go to it after the game because Atlanta will blow yet another game when they have a win probability above 95%. That's my prediction. I like that. Who's your player of the day? Dear Penthouse Forum. He looks like a star the of the Falcons day. were up by 14 points. I got to say, if, if my, in my scenario, the only person that can be star of the day 
is Jameis. Like, Jameis is just going to – he's yeah. going to throw Atlanta into the lead, and then he's going to throw the Saints back into the lead in victory. Like, it's going to – he's going to give us the full Jameis. It's going to be, like, four touchdowns and, like – Jameis – so, Jameis, I saw he's thrown seven picks in his last four games against the Falcons. Yeah. And uh, Deion Jones, as uh, Nicholas says, is his kryptonite. So, uh, that's – Tom uh, – right, Sean Payton's going to have to fix that first and foremost. Yeah. No more of that stuff. You know how you fix that? Hand it off to Taysom. <laughs> you mean Ladavius? Yeah, that'll work too. My God, if ever there was a time, honestly, if ever there was a time where let's get Latavius, let's get him going, let's get him in a rhythm, let's use him, let's dedicate to him. Uh, this is it. This is you know Latavius Murray's music. It's they not going to happen, but this is his music. You know, because it he's not going to be allowed happen. on the dance floor. It could He's never just going to be off to the side on the dance floor, just really <laughs> jam into his favorite song. But he's not going to be allowed to go out onto the dance floor and really break it down. Well, no, I want to make this prediction. You know, we knew Drew could never catch a pass because it was off limits for Taysom to throw him the ball. Jameis is going to throw a touchdown, run for a touchdown, and catch a touchdown. Nice. Sunday. How about that? So. I like it. Um. Sorry for the technical difficulties in the live stream. Apologies. Totally my On fault. Brand. My... Oh, techno music. Techno music. Oh, yeah. Let me, uh, let me find the... Uh... Apologies on the live stream collapse. That was totally uh, my bad. Uh, On brand. On, on, on brand. Hey, man, that's the first time in like a couple months we've had a technical difficulties. And in technical, for us, a two-minute blackout is on the scale of horrible. It doesn't even rate. So <laughs> consider yourself lucky. So for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, who's MIA, I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed. Enjoy your hate week. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.